women always have to put up a fucking fight. Rave music. Techno music. Excuse us while we drop some acid. <laughs> not really. We're not doing acid on this podcast. <laughs> um, we quite like not being in jail. So. <laughs> and I'm on jury duty. <laughs> I'm on jury duty this week. Jury duty. Jury duty. And um, hard cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like court. So <laughs> anyway. You're listening to the rest of this confetti. I'm Macy. And Courtney. And this week we watched Revenge, and we're finally recording again after, was it, was it August? Possibly. I don't even know, but um, we're going to have kind of a weird release schedule, but we do want to try to like get stuff out once in a while, so um, we're not going to have any set time, just when we can, but hopefully we won't go through such a lull as we did this last time. It's the holidays, you all understand. Yes. Things just get hectic. <laughs> and I'm going to be moving sometime in the next month, so that just makes things difficult. So everyone waiting for interviews, we still really want to interview you. I just need to get settled first. The end. The end. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, six. revenge. Is this, oh. this is episode 21. Oh my gosh, We yes. made it over to episode 20. Woo! Woo! Go us, mini party. <laughs> it's my birthday! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we watched Revenge. It's free on Shudder, um, which is not free, so technically the movie's not free either. But <clears throat> if you have Shudder... You, which I think is maybe six dollars a month. I think so it's four ninety nine. Yeah, you should have Shutter. Yeah, you should have Shutter because also, honestly, Hulu definitely has more than Netflix, but Netflix doesn't have much for horror movies. They're Not, very hit or miss. Really, only original content too that's worth checking out. Yeah, so. I feel like the horror or thriller movies that Netflix has up tend to be just kind of like more the mainstream kind of thing. Which mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. they don't have. I don't know the. The creative visions and, I don't know, the content on Shudder is just different. Oh, yeah. It's like that new wave of horror that we're seeing, and Oof. not so much just the 90s stuff. Yeah, but they do have some old stuff. I think that's what I like about Shudder, too. Mm-hmm. And what's nice is we're not even doing this for money. We just, lit- we literally like Shudder, Yeah, guys, but if so. Shudder wants to pay us, <laughs> I mean, we'll accept it, too. But, uh, yeah, Shudder, amazing. <laughs> that's honestly probably my favorite streaming service. Yeah. It doesn't get nearly as much use as I'd like right now because I have a four-year-old and there's no content for anyone under, I don't know, 14, 16 on <laughs> that, like that channel. So, um, yeah, check Shutter out, though. It's super cool and worth it, especially if you're sharing it with someone. It's $2 a month. So Seriously. Oh, and again, the original content on there, like Revenge and Mandy and all these other great ones I cannot out. wait to watch Channel Zero. That looks so fucked up. Oh my gosh. It looks amazing. But I want to really dedicate the time to sit down. Yeah, I agree. So that'll be a good winter one, I think. Mm-hmm. When it's like cold and dark and scary outside. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly what I'm saving Bly Manor for. Yes. Bly Manor, not as good as Hill House, but still great. Because Hill House was... Like amazing. So to say it's not as good as Hill House is gonna still be hard to top high it. praise. Oh yes, high mm. praise. <laughs> uh, Revenge came out in 2017. Correct. It is starring people that we don't recognize. <laughs> directed by someone we've never heard of before, <laughs> but is female. So that's kind of cool. I mean, men are great directors too. It's just super exciting yes. uh, when you get a great female horror director because that just is not as prevalent. I agree. And, uh, Courtney, uh, do you want to read the synopsis? Oh, sure. 
<laughs> I think that's how we used to do this. Bonkers. Because <laughs> also, I like this one the best. Never take your mistress on an annual guy's getaway, especially one devoted to hunting. A violent lesson for three wealthy married men. <laughs> nice. More than anything, though, something. This poor girl is alone in a building with three men, and something awful happens to her. Yeah. We're going to start off with big trigger warnings for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you've seen it or not, because we will be discussing one of the big plot points. Again, this is a spoilerful <clears throat> podcast as well, so there's going to be spoilers. Whatever. Turn it off now <laughs> if you don't want to hear them. So, really, the plot, what gets this movie going is a rape scene. Yes. Um... So, big big triggers. It's pretty real, raw and realistic. Mm-hmm. You and see a lot rough. of it. Just enough, yeah. but a lot. And then you hear it when <clears throat> you don't see it, which mm-hmm. is, I for, for me, almost like as bad. Almost, yeah, harder. Um, may not almost. be as bad for other people, but that's what happens, so you are aware. Um, I feel like, ideally, I think in my ideal world, we'd never see sexual assault on the screen, because even... Movies like this that paint it in a way of, like, that's a negative thing. It's still desensitizing you to it. Yeah. And, um, you know, not everyone agrees with that. And it's not a hill to die upon. And it's not something, like, I'll boycott movies that have it. I just feel that way about it. That, ideally, it wouldn't be depicted at all. Um, But if it's going to be depicted, this is a a good one. (laughs) It's definitely correct. And there's lots of really tense feelings. Littlefoot would like to give his two cents. Littlefoot. <laughs> um, he was very moved. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so, well, the movie starts out, I mean, kind of like a regular dude dude's mistress movie, but with a little bit more retro music and light filters. Yeah, we've got, we've got our charming, gorgeous, and I guess kind of the main antagonist, technically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Even though he's not the one that perpetuates the rape, necessarily, but he, uh... He does one worse. Because also, this film just goes from bad to worse. So right. she she starts off, and she's just trying to party with these three guys. And Macy has pointed out very correctly that she is flirting with a guy that's not her boyfriend. And her boyfriend is enjoying it, so she's enjoying it. And, of course, the other guy is enjoying it. Mm-hmm. That, by no means, gives him consent to do whatever he wants. But in the following scene, he rapes her because he says that, you know, she wanted it. And she clearly wants it. Even though she's clearly doesn't want it if she's crying on a bed. And again, very triggering. Very well done. Um, but yeah, she gets raped. What's worse is the third guy who is just like, in my head, he's just called Lazy Guy. Yeah, he He sees it about to happen and just leaves. Just closes the door and leaves and goes to the pool and turns up like racing so he doesn't have to hear her screaming. Right. So let's, yeah, like talk about this surrounding it and all the lead up. So, like Courtney was saying, that's how it all played out and stuff. But I love that with this movie, like you said, she comes out, they're all, like, smoking and drinking around the pool, and there's definitely more than tobacco, just tobacco and alcohol <laughs> or, around the table. There are drugs here, guys. There are <laughs> drugs here. Um, they don't really... Uh, it's not peyote, though. It's probably weed and, I don't know, I could see shrooms, mm-hmm. but that's... Maybe pills or maybe or it's peyote-ish. I don't know. Whatever it yeah. is, it's definitely intense. It's a party <laughs> drug, or maybe ecstasy or something. It's a party drug, but it's not anything like pay- crazy like peyote yet. <laughs> so they're all under the influence. They're all partying. They're all having a good time. 
we we figured they're probably in South Africa because these guys are French, and mm-hmm. they're obviously hunting something in a desert, which I don't think there's deserts in France. So I think that's my impression. Yes, that's the impression I get as well. And she comes out and, like, I don't like the word slut, but for the sake of this description, and we all know stereotypically what that means, like, dressed slutty mm-hmm. in the short skirt, super tight, like you know, Halter. plunging neckline yeah. and she's got music on and she kicks her shoes off and she's wagging her, but she's beautiful. She has a great body. Show your body off, girl. Like you deserved it. There are some good you butts earned in it. this. <laughs> there are great butts in this. Bad noses and great butts. <laughs> and I mean, she's doing all the stuff that people would say that a sexual assault victim made them ask to be assaulted. Yes. She's doing all of those things. And that's purposeful. Mm-hmm. That's intentional. Very much. She's this guy who's been attracted to her, but seems to be very, I think she's hot, but she's with my friend, whatever. This was the turning point for him because she started dancing with him. Mm-hmm. And she was rubbing her butt in his crotch. He was putting his hands on her waist and up and down her body. And they were dancing Faces close together, like all the things that say, I want you. She was saying, I want you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> then the next morning, her boyfriend had to go to town for something, and she doesn't want this dude anymore, who Courtney and I discussed, he's just ugly enough, where he's like not super gross. We said, he's, he's your best friend in middle school's dad level of ugly, and he's also your best friend in middle school's dad level of gross. Because I don't know if you were like me, but I had a middle school friend's dad who... Inappropriate. Not okay. (laughs) Not okay. (laughs) He was... um, Creepy. Yeah. Everyone just kept their kids away from him. So (laughs) that's this dude. And he tries to give her his number, I think, right? And she tells him... Oh, which I'm like, girl, just lie. Just be like, oh, I'll call you definitely 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> but she's like, oh, I'm, I'll probably be too busy. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, it just, you're just not my type. I'm sorry. And she's trying to be honest. Mm-hmm. She's not being rude or anything. Also, he was peeping on her before this. Yeah. She was naked in her bedroom alone, and he's peeping from the doorway. So not yeah. okay. So she's trying to be nice, but she's being honest and like, you're not my type. I don't want to be with you. He's like, well, what changed since last night? And that's when like your stomach just kind of drops. Yeah. He's like, I was good enough for you last night. You wanted me last night. You were getting me all hard last night. So what changed? And then he's essentially like, well, you wanted me last night. You asked for it last night. You're a whore, so I'm going to take it from you. Because you consented last night, even though she still didn't last night. Yeah. Therefore, I can do this now. Mm Mm-hmm. And the message there is, let's say she shouldn't have been dancing up on him like that and teasing him like that. Okay. And he can't rape her. Mm Mm-hmm. Not but he can't rape her. Not (laughs) well, she was rubbing up on... No, she rubbed up on him. Didn't want to do any more than that. Okay. And he raped her. Yeah. Not okay. <laughs> I don't care if she wa- walked up naked, went to sit on his face, stopped one inch from his mouth and said, I changed my mind. She gets to do that. Yeah. <laughs> if he's inside of her and she says, I would like you to stop now, she gets to do that. Also, men, same for the men. If you're in the middle mm-hmm. of sex and you decide you're not into it anymore, she also can't insist that you continue having sex with her. That goes yeah. both ways. Exactly. Um, typically, women don't tend to overpower men in situations like that, which is why we speak more to female sexual assault. But mm-hmm. um, we acknowledge that that 
Men can also be sexually assaulted, and that is not okay. Oh, for sure. So anyway, I really appreciated that message in this film. Oh, yeah. No, because it it just doesn't matter. Like, people have the right to change their mind, and you have to respect that. At any stage. (laughs) People do that with very basic things. Employment, things like that. If you have reached the PNR, (laughs) the point of no return... We understand you can't help it. It's going to come out. But at least do your best to get away if yeah. someone says, I'm done now. Right. I'm done now means I'm done now. I'm done now. For everyone. And but the- that doesn't happen here. No. <laughs> so like Courtney said, they also had the <sighs> archetype of the guy who, he doesn't rape her, but he is, Im- is it implicit? Compl- complicit. Complicit. He is very, yeah, because he's just like, well, this is definitely going to happen. But I don't want to be, like, in it, but I don't care he to stop it. He could have stopped it. Oh, yeah. He's um, definitely bigger than his But he just closed friend. the door. And then... Oh, and the scene of him chewing ew, is Because so, yeah. you just know. You're like, uh, something real gross could yeah. happen. But, and then there's that moment again where he stops, and you think, when she starts screaming, and you think, maybe he is going to go back and set it, make it right. But no, he just turns the TV up and walks away. So yep. he's the guy at the party who's, like... I'm just going to walk away. Yeah, I'm just going to close this door and walk away. It's not my problem. (laughs) Because even if, like, you're not as strong as your friend, look, if you get between his dick and her badge or mouth or whatever, like, he can't rape her then. Like, there might be a fight or something, but at least you're stopping it long enough to where someone can get help. At least you can say, honestly, you tried. Right. Expect more. Hmm. Women, that goes for you, too. I would put put myself in danger for you. Yeah, I I would, too. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, this this is, can you tell it's been a while since we did this? I don't know. We're doing exactly what we normally do. Get wildly off topic. Yes. So anyway, uh, yeah, the boyfriend comes home and you're not really sure how that's going to play out. Yes. What did you think was going to happen when he got home? They did a good job of that. I just, I had to assume just because obviously like it's a movie and that happens so early that I had to kind of assume that he wasn't going to, like, get super mad at the dude. Um, but I did think he would maybe, like, I don't know, like, punch him or something. Right, do something. Like, kind of more of a little, like, what the fuck, man? Like, because clearly she's she is just kind of, like, a luxury and a property. But, like, no, the fact that he's not, like, bothered at all by that and all he cares about is, like, what is she going to do? What is she going to say, basically? Right. So. Just so many red flags with this bro immediately. Yes. Like, <laughs> he's not concerned for her at all. He's not worried that she, if she's okay. Because, yeah, when he first goes in and she's crying, he's, oh, he knows what's happening. He marches back out. I'm like, oh, he's going to, even if he doesn't physically attack his friend, mm-hmm. he's going to tear him. And he went, no, he really just cares about, like, keeping her happy because she might fuck him over. <laughs> yeah. Because also, like, sexual assault has physical repercussions as well. It's not like mm-hmm. you're okay after that. That's why in the show Fortitude, slight side topic, mm-hmm. slight spoilers here, <laughs> there's a woman who's having an affair with a guy, and you find out, essentially, that she was raped and then immediately went and had sex with this other dude, Ooh. like, consensually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, anything's possible, but that was so far-fetched for me because I was like, how could she be brutally raped and then just go have sex and enjoy it? Right. Because there's I feel like physical it would need like a day. <laughs> yeah, there's physical issues with that. So it's emotionally, uh. psychologically, and physically scarring. Like, yeah. Literally. So uh anyway, yeah, he didn't care at all. <laughs> Not at all. No. Uh she threatens to tell his wife they're having an affair. 
And that's when she takes off running. <laughs> and they're all running after her. And she does pretty good out running that one dude because he was in shape. Oh, yeah. She was in shape, too, though. This is not some skinny Barbie bitch. I mean, she's thin and in shape and beautiful. She's muscular, though. She's got, like, you can see her abs. Oh, yeah. Because her torso is tight and thin, but she's got muscle. Oh, yeah. She's not bony at all. Because also the booty. <laughs> well, her body is honestly kind of like my ideal body type. Right. Like, not for me personally, because that'll never happen. But I mean, like... That's she's what I so, think of when I think of, like, the perfect female right. ass. <laughs> she's not bony. She's, like, got muscle and meat to her, but she's, like, so in shape. Mm-hmm. And she's just really pretty. I like her better when her hair's dirty, though. Yeah. <laughs> the blonde looked kind of weird on her. I think she's naturally darker haired, and they just wanted to show how dirty she got with the dirt. Mm, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, because that definitely... That is one thing I, I really praised a lot was the makeup and everything mm-hmm. in this movie. Because also, like, nothing is overdone. Right. All the blood and gore is super realistic. Yeah, having never been in that situation, that's exactly how I would think it would look. And the prop department actually kept running out of fake blood. Yes. <laughs> you know you're doing it right. That is how you know you're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we have the traumatic scene of she falls. <laughs> well, she oh. gets she gets shot first, or does she? No, just, he just pushes. He her just off pushes the cliff. her. That's right. Right, because he lied to her and said he called the helicopter, mm-hmm. and then he's able to get close to her and he just shoves her. And that's that's honestly one of the only parts of this movie that's unrealistic. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be though because there's also the messages of like. Uh, rebirth and transformation and the phoenix rising from the ashes. So, like, that's supposed to be there. They're not asking you to believe that she really fell off a cliff, was impaled by a tree, yeah, and then got <laughs> and up and die. just cauterized the wound and was fine. Like, <laughs> it, there's supposed to be some elements of, like, I mean, it's feminine power. Right. Willing suspension of disbelief. It's right. fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And she's kind of, like, in a, like, almost crucifix position on the tree and then she like uses fire to get down and fire to cleanse the wound and then there's the phoenix beer and oh yeah all that oh yeah the, um, oh yeah <laughs> the peyote trip Ooh. i mean having never done peyote yeah i was like fuck i don't think i want to do peyote <laughs> i don't think i want to do peyote in the desert you guys i think that might be too rich for my blood <laughs> yeah i mean the traumatic abdominal injury and um, being impaled maybe didn't help her have a good trip. Right. But that was no... (laughs) No thanks. Yeah, her getting impaled on that tree is rough. She gets herself down, barely in time to miss them, like, because they peek over to, like, make sure she's still, like, dead on the tree, and then they see she is not dead on the tree, because she has managed to get off because she breaks or burn breaks slash burns the branch, mm-hmm. and then so she's walking around with a huge like probably what like two inch thick around like branch sticking through her side. Yeah, and she does this for a minute before she gets to the cave and takes it out and takes the drugs and tries to and successfully right. cauterizes the wound. In one of the trippiest scenes I've ever seen, too. <laughs> the most realistically trippy. Because she's as the well. music and everything, the music, too. The look in her eyes, she's done some drugs. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, well, also, 
so I said, you know, there are some, a few unbelievable parts this movie, like the, her surviving that. At the same time, though, they do everything possible to keep it as believable. Like, yeah. she didn't bleed out because the branch was still in her. Mm-hmm. If she had pulled it out at the tree, she would have bled out. But yes. she pulled it out right before she carterized it, so it kept all the blood in. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, she was able to stay awake through all of it because she took the peyote. So they keep it as where you can suspend your disbelief just enough and not think about that and not be right. bothered. Because you and I are both people. We don't have a problem with things being far-fetched. Oh, we yeah. can get lost. We in. love the void. Come yeah. on. <laughs> but some people, they need that element of believability in there so they can intermingle oh, yeah. land and pretend. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah, Keith's good for that. Keith's good for being like, but you know it wouldn't really do And that we're like, shut up, life. Keith. <laughs> with your beautiful golden locks. With your beautiful golden locks. Shut up. Shut up. With our dark <laughs> salt and pepper hair. <laughs> We're True. both going gray. Thanks, 2020. Thanks, 2020. We were both going gray before that. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's inevitable. <laughs> there are so many bigger, crazier things going we're on. Distinguished. <laughs> distinguished. Uh, um, anyway, I thought the foreshadowing with the peyote was really good. Oh, she puts it in so the much so. Because, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, we about, she's going to do that peyote sometime. Because, yeah, when she put it in the locket, you don't think, oh, she's going to do that later. You're just like, he told her to go put it somewhere mm-hmm. safe, and she put it in the locket. When she's in the cave, you're like, how is she going to do this? Oh, she still has the peyote. She still has the peyote. So that was done really well. Foreshadowing, yes. better than the art house paper cutter next to the bed for the butthole finger. <laughs> Shout out to all our butthole finger people. <laughs> Anyway, the real OG. If you this is the first episode you've listened to, I'm sorry. We're flashing back to our cabin fever episode, and uh, you're just gonna have to go listen to it if you want to know the relevance of that conversation. So, <laughs> and Go- it, Gomez has joined us now. Yes, Gomez. <laughs> um. Oh, then they have the fake outs with the trips. Oh, she wakes up and yeah, the French boyfriend shows up and blows her head off. That was visceral. What did, you, did you, first time you watched it, realize that that was a trip? Or did you, were you like, did he just kill her? Yeah, there was a split second because it's just so realistic that I was like, I mean, she did. She, I, obviously, shudder. That, and I was like, she has to pass out for a while. So it would make sense that maybe she slept just long enough and he was lucky. Because clearly this dude is a really, truly good hunter and mm-hmm. tracker. And, like, you have to give him that. So I'm like, no, I definitely would. I believe for a second. I was like, oh, sh-. But then, like, as soon as she woke up a second time, I was like, oh, okay, this is just a really bad anxiety kind of dream. Yeah, she was having, again, I don't know enough about peyote. I don't know if that was just, like, night terrors induced by peyote, if it was part of the trip. I don't really know how that works. Okay, so, so she's processed, trying to process a lot in I a short also, period of time, so. Does peyote cause hallucinations? Because we know, like, Oh, yeah. Okay, because shrooms <laughs> and acid don't cause hallucinations. They mm-hmm. just, you know, things I'm change. I'm pretty sure peyote at least can. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the depth necessarily, but... Yeah, I know that not all hallucinogenics Because, like, that's what Sting did at the top of a mountain with right. shaman around him. So I'm Being like... force-fed tons of peyote, which is terrifying to me because I'm like... <laughs> because then you're, you're high and you're like, I'm going to only get higher. And <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> And this is bonkers. But he wanted this. I still think that glass is a crack pipe. Oh, yeah. Courtney's got a crack pipe. <laughs> Not really. It's a cup. It just looks like a crack pipe. It's funny. It's it's a tiny version of what everyone drinks at, like, well, used in to Vegas drink in, like, Vegas or at, like, spring break. Or it's, like, the super tall one. So it does. It definitely looks like 
anything you could smoke out of. Right. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just very tiny. Anyway, um, moving on. So... <laughs> Uh, Welcome to my crib. Yeah. Oh, I was just listening to the Frankenhooker episode where we talk about the crack pipe, and I'm yeah. like, it looks like the crack pipe in that movie. Crossover. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, the drug, yeah, the uh, the way they showed drugs in this movie, I felt was very well done. Uh, a lot like Midsummer, where I was like, yeah, yeah you guys did your research, you know. It's, I uh, feel like, and it, you can disagree with this. I won't mm-hmm. be offended. Midsummer was made to represent, to make the viewer feel like they were also on the drug trip. Yes, and I feel definitely. like Revenge was made for you to watch while on drugs. Yes, <laughs> I would agree with that wholeheartedly. So, uh, yeah, you're not going to get an accurate representation of what being on drugs is like watching Revenge. You'll just feel like it. You'll just want to do drugs and then watch Revenge and then watch it. So anyway, and we and do not Andy. condone the consumption of illegal substances. In disclaimer. In disclaimer. Moving on. <laughs> so, for legal purposes, we should say that. For legal purposes. Although, Mike Adelic has, like, a whole... That whole podcast is about them being like, I've done cocaine! I've done Molly! I've done ecstasy! And I'm like, dear God, like... I've done cocaine! <laughs> I'm like, ooh. I mean, teach their own, I guess, but... No, again, too, too rich terrifying. for my blood. Terrifying. I got, I, got my, I got my legal weed. I'm good to go. Yes, no bumps for us. Except the ones on our chest! Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, you know, it's too bad we don't work at Mad Goat anywhere because we could start a bra line called the Baker's Rack. We should just do that anyway. Right. <laughs> we're not baking. bakers again. We're not baking anymore, but we'll make bras called the Baker's Rack. We definitely but can you, for the holidays. Yes, you can only wear these bras if you are a baker. That's true. <laughs> I don't know how we'll On the outside it, of true. your shirt. They look like tiny chef's hats. What are your titties? And they protect from the fire. <laughs> it's like Madonna bra, but like instead Ooh, of cones, yeah. they're chef. They look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Fa- fashionable AF. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh, someday my child is gonna grow up, and I'm gonna die, and I will leave all these tapes to him. And he'll be like, "Oh, my, mo- I hate my uh, mom. Ma. <laughs> oh, I'm breaking kneecaps, ma." <laughs> That's all right, though. Yeah. Back to the movie. <laughs> Back to you, Tom. Back to you. <laughs> yeah, that's when she starts hunting the dudes. Oh, did she drown the guy before the peyote and the carterization? I actually think she does. That's yeah. She kind of gets a little bit lucky with that one, honestly. She does. With which, her timing and stuff. Again, which hey. <laughs> right, she finds the like lazy dude. I think it's appropriate the way that everyone gets killed, too. Like... He, like, it just kind of happens, just like he just let the rape happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who does the raping, he kind of does get still, I would say, almost the most visceral death. He gets penetrated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if any of that's intentional and stuff, but it's kind of that, like... I feel like it was. Yeah, the sharp glass mm-hmm. feeling, like, penetrated, like... Stabbing pain. I mean, yeah. it's just very oh, yeah. um, representative yeah. of what he did to her. So, yeah. There's a lot of that in this movie. And I he, appreciate um, it. Oh, when she shot his shoulder and the blood just spewed all over the huh? Jeep. That was great. The slow motion blood great. splatters. Um, again, the way, and not even just with the trip. They just have, like, really cool intercut scene footage that doesn't have to do with the movie and the colors just all the production mm-hmm. design is it's so really nice yeah. 
it's so warm, and then it'll just show something really cool. Like, the footage of the tornado or the hurricane or whatever it was. Yeah. And that has no relevance, but that's for when you're on drugs and you're watching the movie. <laughs> so... Um, and then the way, like, blue and pink keeps coming up. Yes, which the deity on the wall behind the guy when he got shot was something with an H. But it was, it's a goddess, I don't know which religion either, um, but the goddess of revenge. <laughs> and her colors are, like, the blue and pink. And that's nice. what shows up. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and I appreciate any director who puts the time in to leave those little things for us nerds to be like, oh my god, right. <laughs> so much foreshadowing. Well, and I love too. I mean, you can tell it's a female director because there's definitely great appreciation for the human form, but it's the human form. It's not tits. It's not yes. vag. It's not dick. It's the human form. So it's their muscular asses, their mm-hmm. the muscles in their backs, her arms when she's holding the gun. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's essentially about p- the peak physical human condition Mm -hmm. it's not yeah because those two are pretty immaculate (laughs) right it's not even necessarily about sex Mm -hmm. it's about the art form of the human body kind of you know like when people do nude paintings and nude drawings that's not necessarily about sex it can be very sexualized Mm -hmm. and sexy and that's fine but no it's not necessarily it's sometimes just like here's the peak physical form so Mm -hmm. admire it and it is equal between the men and the women. <laughs> the Greek statues. Right. Well, like, they focus on her ass, but... They also focus like, on his, too. Yeah, on his. And then her arms. Like, her boobs never really show up except when the guy's peeping on her. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's, you know, has to do with that scene. He's peeping on her because he's sexualizing her. Yeah. Every other time we see an appreciation for her body, it's not se- really sexualized. Yeah. It's much more badass. <laughs> right. Like, she's this badass female powerhouse. And so realistic, too, like, with the gun kickback. Like, she can't handle the gun very well. Mm-hmm. She's got yeah, muscles in her you. arms. Yeah. <laughs> she has muscles in her arms that show how heavy the gun is, and it also makes it believable that she's able to carry it for a time. Mm-hmm. But she still fumbles with it, and it knocks her down when she shoots it. Yes. And she misses because it's so heavy. <laughs> and it's realistic that she, if you had never held a gun like that before... You would have to be a natural. Yeah, that's to not hunting. totally miss. <laughs> like lions and elephants or whatever. Yeah. Big game they're hunting down there. So, yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. Just so much thought went into this. And yes. every time I watch this movie, I like it more. Oh, yeah. Even though we kind of talked through the whole thing tonight, but we haven't seen each other in a while. And we'd already <laughs> seen it, so it's fine. It's fine. But Most of these scenes la- uh, lingered pretty long after yeah. I watched it, so... Also, the soundtrack, it reminds me of Mandy and the Guest. Yeah. Oh, the Guest. very John Carpenter inspired as well. Yeah, Because I just watched The Thing again recently. And just the synth music and things like that. Oh, my God. It was... It's so effective, too. Oh, I think my favorite shot is when he's on the motorcycle and it's zooming in on his helmet. He's got the (laughs) pink light and he's got the blue jacket and it's got the synth music in the background. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes. I hate that it's him in the scene, right? But I love the scene. It's just so artistic. Again, it's a shame that the Academy refuses to acknowledge a lot of horror because, especially, I feel in the last decade, there's a resurgence that it is definitely an art form just as much as it ever could be. Mm -hmm. But the Academy will never acknowledge that, and that's why I'm pretty much done with the Academy. (laughs) Right. Well, and I a lot of the Academy movies tend to be a little boring for me. I'm just boring. I haven't had a lot of time for art, and so watching things like... Because art is the 
art. Horror <laughs> is the genre where I feel like people get to play yes. more the mm-hmm. most. And so, even more than sci-fi, really. Because the horror genre, I don't know, I feel like... Maybe that's not true. I was going to say, I feel like we're easier to please. But maybe that's not true. Maybe we just... I don't know. We haven't had our time since the 80s. Mm-hmm. And most of us weren't around in the 80s or were too young to really watch the movies when they were a phenomenon. Yes. Phenomena, whatever. Yeah. Um, because when we watched them, it was already the 90s and their time had kind of passed. Yeah. And we're having like a resurgence, resurgence in the horror community. And maybe For that's sure. why. Also, the whole, all of the fuchsias and purples and blues that are showing up in horror films right now with the techno synth music. I'm digging it. I mean. I'm a huge fan. Imagine Stranger Things on steroids. Right. Actually, no, we're talking about revenge. Stranger Things on acid. And color out of space and stuff. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Color out of space, Mandy. This is definitely reminds me, not story-wise or even filmmaking, but it just has the like vibes of Mandy in Colorado Springs. Yes, very much. Because also it's very intense. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gory it's, in some scenes. Other than the rape scene and all the uncomfortable sexual assault stuff, honestly in the first, is it 20, probably first 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Not enjoyable, very uncomfortable. After that, it's really fun. Oh yeah, because like, we Mandy, all love a good revenge flick. <laughs> yes, and Mandy and Colorado Space are not fun movies. Mm-hmm. They're a really hard watch. Mandy's a little more fun. Especially Color Out of Space is real heavy and sad. Yeah. Pretty much just heavy and sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this one. Oh, this is... Because also the final scene, it might be one of my favorite scenes mm-hmm. in a horror movie in the last couple years. And it shouldn't work. It shouldn't. It should... Like you said, it should either get almost comical or... or stupid. Or stupid. But no, they are essentially chasing each other in a bloody circle around the house that they managed to get back to after all the crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're both bleeding profusely. And she even slips at a couple points, but it is just a constant. Because I would say I, it's got to be like a 10 minute scene almost, like from it's start to finish. Forever. Like, and it they, feels like it at least. <laughs> they cut it off at the perfect second. Yes. <laughs> One more round and it would have been goofy where you're like Benny Hill music like no, but they when she slips and he gets her cuz also you think you're like all right, she tried to fight but it's over. And it's Shudder so she might die. Right. Oh yeah, Shudder will kill everyone. They don't care. No, they don't. Love it. Again, cock and balls show up. Yeah. Flaccid cock and balls? Mhm. Which he must be a grower because he's not much of a shower. Right. And she seemed pretty sexually satisfied. See, so yeah, right. I'm assuming I'm assuming pretty Although good. Although she's an actress. Mm, true. <laughs> and he's rich, so anyway, moving on from cock and ball talk. <laughs> I'm sorry, son. <laughs> no, my child will never hear these. People. Use your common sense. Is that what you think of me? We won't be listening to podcasts by the time he can remember this. <laughs> no. I'll have a time capsule with all our recordings. We'll either be super far into the future, back to the future people, or we'll be like <laughs> colonial Americans because we're just going to have to restart everything. Like Book of Eli. You and I, I are I also boarding. think like Fight Club, like when all the buildings are blowing up and they're like, well, we're going to have to restart humanity, basically. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It can't be harder than what we're doing now. That's true. <laughs> Um, no, you and I will be in a nursing home. Crazy. <laughs> just listening to podcasts of our younger selves. 
You remember this? Oh, the pop of the power. I'm gonna remember actors' names long after I forget. Like Keith, <laughs> some of my no. family. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> I don't know his name, but I remember Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he knew kung fu. Oh my god. I bought, this is totally unrelated to this, but I know you guys care about this. Um, I bought the best yoga mat of all time. My yoga mat has Keanu Reeves in like a holy kind of like, what do you call it? Like the prayer candle thing. And then he's dressed like Ted though. And it's awesome. And it motivates me to do yoga. Because you get to sit on Keanu Reeves' face. Because I just get to lean over and laugh and be like, (laughs) (laughs) But that too, yes. I get to sit on his face if I want to. I respect Keanu Reeves too much, though. I've spent all my life watching him. <laughs> it's more like my best friend to just be like, hey, man, you got this. Yeah, he's like your plus one to a wedding when you are you broke up with your boyfriend right, right before. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Keanu Reeves. I know you don't listen to any kind of social media no. because you're so smart. Courtney, I love you. <laughs> manifest the dreams. What have I told you? You'd then dream about it. It will come true. We've seen this firsthand. Would love to meet Keanu Hashtag inside jokes. Hashtag you'll never know. You'll never know. These are the deep cuts that only our Patreon subscribers Which we don't have one yet, but we will one day. What if our Patreon was literally us just airing personal dramas? (laughs) She's like, you know what really grinds my gears? Oh, would you like to hear about my divorce? (laughs) Like, uh, we can spill everything. The deep cuts. Yes. People think they're subscribing and getting, like, um, NSFW cosplays, and it's just me being like, lawyers are expensive. <laughs> Adulting is hard. My child can't shit. Can I opt out of this? <laughs> you know, your everyday people Meal struggles. planning 101 with Macy. I'm a failure. Yeah, meal planning and I Order don't get pizza. <laughs> Or be like Courtney and be a monster and buy a rotisserie chicken and just eat the rotisserie chicken and a sweet potato for dinner. Hey, I usually just need a rotisserie chicken, so it's fine. They're delicious. You know what, actually, though, because, like, Taco Tuesday is such a thing, some restaurants try to be different and do, like, Taco Wednesday or Taco Thursday. If you live in a big enough city, you can find a restaurant that has Taco Day every day of the week, and then you can literally just eat dollar tacos forever. Every day is Taco Day. Uh, yeah, it's been a good one, guys. Did you guys miss us, or would you like us to go we away again for a while? <laughs> we missed you guys. Oh, shout out to Daniel in Sweden, because I haven't told you this. My birthday gift from him just came in the mail, Aww. and he sent an awesome letter saying that he loved our podcast, which he says all the time because he's awesome. Thank you, Daniel. And he also sent us two movies, Jack in the Box and Deep Blue C3. Oh, my God, Deep yes. Deep Blue C3 is really hard to say, <laughs> but I'm super excited to watch them, so we'll do them for the podcast. And thank you, Daniel. You're awesome, and that was really thoughtful and kind. Seriously. And when I, if, if ever these travel restrictions get lifted, we might be having to run over there, because I don't know if you've noticed, but America is literally and figuratively on fire right now. Yes. <laughs> and Sweden sounds nice. We're on and fire. Quiet. <laughs> and weed isn't even nationally legalized. Right. It's like, really, the government? Really, really, the government? Like, seriously, you can't, like, throw us one bone or a joint. Like, (laughs) come on. That's all right. Depending on how the next month goes or so, 
it will either really, really, really get legalized quick, or we're in for another four years of waiting. America <laughs> smells like a fart. Oh, hard cut. I think you said fart cut. <laughs> That's even better. Fart cut! When we have to cut our farts out of the podcast, we'll call it a fart oh. cut. A hard fart cut. <laughs> a hard fart cut. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I did miss this. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that was the end of the movie. <laughs> um, she kills Who's the dude. She kills him, and then she stands badassly out by the pool, and the helicopter's coming in. And that's it. And that's it. And also, one fun fact she stops speaking after 26 minutes into the movie, which is kind of awesome, honestly. Yeah, and it's not in like the sexist way of like we never hear from the female character. Like, no, no, she, she just, just doesn't need to say anything. She becomes a stoic badass who is just here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and she is all out of bubblegum. <laughs> I love that they kept her in her big pink star earrings. Yes! Oh my god. Because also, like you said, a good contrast to see like how kind of dirty she's getting right. and how she's losing that part of herself where like. She was prim and proper and, like, right. all cute and, like, valley girl and... Like, now she's just here to kill motherfuckers. And the outfit she was in at the end was sexy, but it wasn't sexual. Yes. If that makes It was, a, honestly, a high-necked sports bra. Mm-hmm. It didn't... Again, the only time you see any ounce of her boobs is when the guy's peeking yeah. at her. Mm-hmm. She's not... Showing her boobs all the time. Yeah, she shows her ass a lot, which she should because mm-hmm. the guy does too. Again, very yeah. equal, I think, on this film. Where anytime they showed her sexually, they also showed her dude sexually. Right. Which because I thank you, the Lord, for that ass. Yeah, both of Holy you. Holy cow! Seriously, wow. <laughs> um, but she, I mean, even her underwear, she's wearing like booty shorts. Yeah, um, they are practical because also yeah. like I mean she's in the desert. It's got to be hot as fucking balls. Right. So she's not in a thong and like a Victoria's Secret bra. Yes, you know she. It, it's just not sexual. It shows off. She's how not running in heels in dirt. Bryce Dallas Howard. Right. For real. I outran a T-Rex in stilettos. I can't even outrun anything in a good pair of sneakers. Because also, I would have understood it even just slightly more if it were always on, like, hard concrete, at least. It would hurt, but, like, you, you, like if I've tried to do that in heels before. Like, you dig into the dirt, yeah. and usually you just lose the shoe. I want them to remake that movie where she's running, and then the heel breaks, she twists her ankle, and <laughs> We can make stuff real and still make it entertaining, guys. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I digress. Yes. Well, Courtney, out of... Um, let's see, what should we do? Ooh, five chewed up apples. <laughs> Ooh, because yeah. the whole apple for the passing of time thing was... That was smart. That was cool. And well done. Because also kind of representative of, like, she started whole and, like, now has had a piece taken from her. Right. And all that stuff. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yes. <laughs> and the cinematography was just phenomenal. So pretty. Again, like, for what, how visceral and violent this is, it's so pretty, which is, Mandy managed that, too. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm liking that. I like it. Violent, but also pretty. Yes. <laughs> so how many do you give this? Out of five. I'm going to say like a solid four, maybe even four and a half. I really don't have like, like I said, I think the only even issue I could take is just slightly the realism, but I don't care for how badass the movie is. Like right. it makes up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say four and a half as well. Yeah. Because this movie's awesome. I've watched it four times now. 
ball pumping good time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't feel like I'm tired of it. Mm-mm. It's definitely one that I don't feel like I have to sit and stare at the screen for because I've seen it so many times now. Mm-hmm. But um, I would definitely watch it again. No problem. Oh, yeah. Very cool murder scenes. Lots of revenge. Mm-hmm. Girl power. Yep. <laughs> well, are you reading, watching... Eating, smelling anything you want to share. Smelling anything. Oh my goodness, what am I watching right now? I've been watching, I've been back on a, I kind of took a little break, um, and obviously we've been watching a lot of horror, kind of going down the Rob Zombie tunnel, which I enjoy a lot, Um, but besides that, I'm getting back into my, it's not even Hamilton itself, but basically everyone who's in Hamilton. I got my clipping... Vinyl that you saw that's beautiful today. Mm-hmm. Which you should definitely post a picture of that on the Instagram. Oh my gosh, yeah, guys, it's so beautiful, and I love clipping, and David Diggs is so talented and hot, but also Lin-Manuel Miranda is a gift unto humanity. And so yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing, alternating the Hamilton cast and horror, so what are you, what have you been watching? Um, I've still just been trying to finish Umbrella Academy. Mm. I just, again, like I'm in the middle of a move and other things, and so I'm just... I started reading uh, because I have jury duty this week and um, you can't have your phone, which I don't mind. I mean, as a parent with a child in school, it bothers me a little bit, but uh, I also don't mind not having my phone. So I started reading The Science of Stephen King and it is written by Meg Hofdahl and Kelly Florence who do the Horror Rewind podcast. I think I've brought them up before on here. And I really like them. They have two other books, The Science of Monsters and The Science of Women in Horror. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I haven't read the other two, but I'm reading the Stephen King one. And it just kind of goes into, I'm, I'm pretty early on, but they've interviewed like a psychologist about like Jack Torrance and the effects of isolation and the representation of dysfunctional families. And mm. so it's essentially, li- like the name says, the science behind all of Stephen King's stuff, what inspired him, like... That's really cool. Yeah, things like that. So it's very interesting. I really like that because I love fiction. I also really love learning things. Yes. So it kind of combines those. I recommend it's like $14 on Amazon. It might be less. I pre-ordered it because I really wanted it. So. Oh, yeah. Um, And then other than that, I mean, Halloween's coming up. Uh, You should definitely tag us or send us pictures of your, like, Halloween costumes and we'll share them. Please. Um, uh, Read some Edgar Allan Poe. I'm going to be running an absinthe station at the local theater for, yeah. for a night of the macabre. Macabre. <laughs> macabre. Um, for Edgar Allan Poe, so that's awesome. I mean, you don't live here, so you can't come, but you can know that I'm doing it and be happy for me. So, <laughs> And know that there's still a little bit of fun occasionally going right. on. Because I'm probably not going to do my costume this year. I was going to be a sexy anglerfish. Um <laughs> But I don't think anything's going on. We're so going to hold know. on to that idea for next year. <laughs> you mean I have to maintain this body shape to fit in the dress for an entire year? <laughs> I just had to make it to Halloween, Courtney. Tag nabbit. Uh, I have to keep working out. <laughs> oh, man. First world problems. My skin tight dress won't fit after the holidays. Right. <laughs> well, don't wear the stupid dress then. Okay. I'm rocking yoga pants and comfy sweatshirts for like the foreseeable future. <laughs> I've told you my lazy Halloween costume will always be Trinity from the Matrix, but not sexy spandex Trinity, like sweater yeah. porridge Trinity. Like the stained sweater and the boots and the bowl of porridge with the greasy hair. <laughs> That's, I'll be that for Halloween. <laughs> I love it. 
I was thinking about being a sexy Elsa, or it would be redundant to be sexy Klaus, because Klaus just is sexy, but, like, I was you gonna... You could do sexier Klaus because you have boobs. <laughs> it's true. And I was like, well, if I'm not going anywhere and it's just Keith and I, I'm just... I got the boa, and I have the pants, so I'm just gonna wear the boa and the Do it! Pants. Do it! Because we're a happily married couple, and it's nice to do that. Well, but also, that's, uh, I just wish I could have been Klaus. I was going to wear, like, a tank top right. under it. But. You could wear, like, a nude tank top. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that would be smart. But since apparently people thought that I was going to be a thruple with you guys, yes. could I join in and wear my dress for <laughs> Halloween, and you'll be, like, awkward, topless Klaus? Not, yeah. it wouldn't be awkward. It'd be awkward because I was there, not, like, normally. But you'll be topless Klaus, and I don't know, Keith could be Margot Robbie, and then I could be a sexy angler fish and we're just sitting on your couch. I'm still so sad that we couldn't be the once upon a time in Hollywood people. When we do, I'm going to recreate that poster with us. Oh yeah, for sure. We're gonna have to. Yeah. I'm probably <laughs> gonna have to cut out the part where we're talking about your home decor yeah. because people can't see what we're talking about, so. <laughs> That's alright. You guys like once upon a time in Hollywood, right? If not, you should check it out. <laughs> Margo is a weird name. It is. Because also it sounds like older, I Marga. feel. Margo. <laughs> and then you see Margo Robbie and you're like, damn! Bringing the name Margo back. <laughs> like her name should be like Svetlana or something. Svetlana. <laughs> or she looks like a Rachel. <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's all, folks. <laughs> Um, We're going to sign off like the Looney Tunes. That's all, folks. um, Yeah, at Confetti Pod on social medias. We're not super active on Facebook. It's mostly Instagram and some Twitter. Um, If you want to track us down personally, don't. And you can email us, confettipodgmail.com. Any recommendations? I really like to get messed up movie recommendations this time of year. Mine is Possum. Uh, If you really want to mess your mind up and not sleep right for a day, go watch Possum. It's on Prime right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's freaking weird. Um, It doesn't make a lot of sense. You kind of like make your own sense of it. It's a little fever dreamy. It is. It is very much. I mean, you're inside this man's fractured psyche and... That doesn't make sense. And it's like so it doesn't violently, depressingly British too. <laughs> yes, and if you, yeah, you'll know, you'll either know what that means or you won't. So like, but yeah, let us know. Like, drink, a, have a pot of tea yeah. while you watch it. Tea and crumpets, and you can cool the tea off with your tears yeah. because you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because you'll lose your innocence. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, this guys. film will violate you in ways that you never thought possible. Be safe if you're in America. Go vote. 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 Oh, just a second. Mason's gotta take a phone call. Buddy, 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 that's all. Welcome back to Fart Talk with Macy and Courtney. I'm Macy. (laughs) That was Courtney. That's my best. That's all for tonight, folks. Bye. You're listening to Smooth Jizz. On the radio! In your pants. <laughs> I opened a window and a breeze rolled in. <laughs> jizz in, in my, my pants. pants. Rest on my salad fingers. On my salad fingers. Okay. Hard cut! <clears throat> <clears throat>